Welcome to the Let's Keep It Real podcast. Of course, you got me, Danny D. You got AAAP <laughs> and Chrissy. Chrissy, 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 Chrissy. Ooh, my puff flying everywhere, y'all. Oh, y'all, y'all, I tried the little the shoestring to put my puff up. That's the only way I could do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes it thick. You have to break it in two. One, two. I ain't got it right now, girl. <laughs> you know, them ETA products come through. So, our, we we going to discuss a couple of relationship topics. And the first one, I love this one because I got a lot to say about it. Do men carry baggage from previous relationships? Are there bitter men as well? Young. Damn right. Stop drinking all my stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Happy Easter to everybody. Everybody. So, we we doing a podcast and we trying to like stuff our face with some crawfish and a little liquor. But anywho, again, the first relationship topic is do men carry baggage from previous relationships? Are there better men as well? Yep. And yes. I see it up and down my timeline. I have one Facebook friend. Oh my freaking God. If the nigga don't. It's like everything is towards the woman. It's like you get mad and talking about, oh, well, all women cheat. Or oh, we know that this nigga not no good and stuff. But you know the same thing about the female who fucked over you. So it's like it's a two way street for me. And you know what? They they always they try to get the next woman and the Christmas party they try to do bad to the, the good woman mm-hmm. because another woman fucked over but you know what? Stay over there with that bullshit. <laughs> I mean as far as the baggage come from another relationship, that's that's still a part of it too. Like you can't like a man can't be in a relationship and the woman cheat on them, and then they come to the next relationship and they bring that baggage. Like, yeah, everywhere you go, they calling you. They then turn to the insecurities and stuff. Phone, they check and find my iPhone mm-hmm. to see where you located. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wasn't here. You say he's gonna be here for them. So you can't bring that over to another relationship. You can't bring the baby mama dramas, the his wife dramas, the the fucking family dramas. Because people, when you start something new, you have to. That's the thing with a lot of men when they sit there going to, and I never get this because I dealt with it myself. When I meet somebody and they have that bad baggage, I gotta deal with it because it's like you the good woman, you the you the good woman. This woman that I've been looking for, but I'm all fuck over you because I was hurt. Yeah. You know, but it's like and that's not fair, right? And then that's not fair to me because I'm looking like okay if. I do the same to you. I'm wrong. You and feel me? I can't let you suffer for who, who for somebody who did. Yeah. And the crazy part, and that's not how I feel as far as the bad, as far as like the good thing. Cause like if you fuck on me, don't come in. Oh, I said she fucked on me. I'm be checking the phone automatically. I'm be putting a, a track on her, her car. Or 
I'm gonna tell her, oh, you doing this? Cause First you of all, you not getting my store. keys to put a track on you. You outfit. took too long to go to the store. <laughs> what you, what you was gonna, I can't do that. I'm not about to do that to you because you took, yeah, and because you said, oh, I'm going right up the street and did not take an hour. I don't care. Like anything could have happened in that hour. Right. The police could have stopped me in that hour. Dollar General could have had one. I could have gone to the bathroom. Yep. Uh, the children wanted to go here, so I made it. You turned it with the. Can't do that. And a lot of niggas. Females do that, right? But, but niggas but, go overboard yeah. with it. It's Come in here and you know, okay, this is going on with me. Let me know. Let me know if I want to, you know, I need to know if I want to deal with you or not. And then you fuck it up because maybe you might have this. Fuck, you might even sit there and have a wife. Maybe I might want to fuck with you still. You never know. Don't take my time. <laughs> Don't lie to guess what? I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to fuck with you if you have a wife, but I'm just saying. I'm gonna t- you know what? Let me say. I've been there and guess what? Greg took my choice away from me. Oh, Lord, she don't fuck with me. <laughs> I said it. What? <laughs> Wait. Oh, Lord, she said it out there. I'm... Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's true. That I think that see, I learned from being young or messing with a married man. And fucking karma is a bitch. I'ma tell you that. You see, another thing about karma, people don't people think, oh, karma goes from back in the same way or karma. right. When you wonder why things never gonna rape you, that be a karma. Right. People don't see that. They always think, oh, like you dip into like okay. You fuck with such and such, and you know I was fucking with them. You sit there think, oh, well, I got it good because I won. I got him. Whoop de whoop de woo. All right, bitch. Let me just put it out there. We know each other. Let me tell you something. When I had that, uh, when I got pregnant for a man, man, oh, trust me, it didn't come back on me with a relationship. But trust me, my pastor sure set me down because he got when I was having a baby for a man, man. And I knew it wasn't right. When you know better, do better. Okay, well, see, that's the thing. A lot of females don't think like that. They just think that as soon as they sit there, get the nigga. They just think that's our man. That's our man. Mm-hmm. That's our man. You right? know what? Or like what a bitch praying. told me. She won. The better person won. Whoop de whoop de whoop. I need to go on. I'm too fucking old to be fucking sitting there fighting over a man. But bitch, I wasn't fighting over him, though. I ain't fighting with nobody. You had to make yourself be known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go ahead, have him. I don't got time to argue for the fuck I know niggas. Go ahead, you can have him. Take his problem. I think I did right with Elvin. Somebody was took his fucking problem. Now that nigga got 50 fucking children coming around here. I'm She's so glad I dodged the bullets. Oh, he had another baby on the way. I'm so glad I dodged the bullets. Spooky. If you ain't never give me no good Like, 
You ain't even been here for a little minute. And yeah, or lay it in. And then you brought baggage into that situation. Mm-hmm. Speaking on him or whatever. Yep. And then in the process, your karma gonna come back to you because obviously somewhere along the line, something not working with these women that you with. Exactly. That's why you couldn't make the other babies yep. and stuff uh-huh. like that. Because you know what? When you had somebody that was there for you and down for you, you and you and you wasn't a hundred with that. Right. So because she wasn't a hundred with that, these hoes you fucking with, that's that, that's why they doing what they doing. All they gonna do is be like, I'm gonna put you on child support. They don't give a fuck about having no baby for you. Sure and he know. be do and he be and, having and, a fucking babe them blues with the baby fucking bitches. Eight, eight, yeah. And I look at my and, and I you know that because Somebody else just was saying, you know, people be reposting him. I'm not his friend. Mm-hmm. People be reposting him, and they be like, oh, whatever. Somebody said, dog, you need to, you need to wrap it up or something. And that's why, real, that's why, and, but that's that's why, why I found him And like I say, I don't get that because man. you sit down. That shit don't look cute. And for fucking people, your family, friends thinking that shit cute. No, like, come on. You can't sit. So you mean you can't just have all these fucking children for one person? I almost went there, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> And well, he, his, let's um, keep it real. His sister, his sister uphold him. I see that. It like everybody in the family. And then that's, that's not cool. And it's not. Mm, he, he suspect to me. Long-ass fingernails. Mm-hmm. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, 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 let's move that one along. Okay. Okay, so this is another one. I know who can't breathe on. <laughs> okay. Why do black people make relationships harder than they should be? We don't make relationships. That's not just in our race. Mm-mm. That's in every other race. Puerto that, Rico's uh, crazy. Huh? Puerto Ricans, they crazy. Okay, fuck, they like close to fucking black. <laughs> Dominicans? <laughs> Shit, they black too. <laughs> mm-hmm. How so, big is they? We make relationships harder. I think that it starts with the baggage thing too because I'm gonna use my relationship, my was relationship as an example. I have been in other relationships, so I know how to. When you're in a relationship, communication is key. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Intimacy is key. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just. Those are two. That that's damn the majority of the relationship. And me, if you're not communicating with nobody, you can't communicate with a fucking dog. My, my thing you have to learn how to communicate. Yep. That's the verbal, not touching, not physical. Not it's physical. verbal. See, a lot first. of people always think but it's not, about physical. That, that's who I had put up a status that I had saw on Instagram. And the dude was talking about his old lady. Mm-hmm. And the status made so much sense when it comes to like me and my ex. It was like people don't listen to understand, they mm-hmm. listen to respond. Mm-hmm. So that means, yep. that's like when you teaching a child how to read. Did you comprehend what you just read? Because if you didn't, you didn't understand. You ain't, and you ain't gonna let that, you ain't gonna help that child understand it. So what happens is, if I'm talking to you and me, you communicate, we having a conversation, and then I ask you, did you understand what I'm saying? You just like, huh? So you just responded because I was just talking. How? And then that that but that hurts that bugs me like it irks <sighs> me when I sit down and try to communicate with Big Herb. And I feel like you're not listening to me. Like, don't do that because that's the first thing I told him walking into a relationship with me. When we have an argument and I feel like you're not listening to me, that makes my nerves bad and that makes me want to punch the fuck out you. Yeah. You know? Clicks. Yeah. It's like, and then you can sit there. It's like, I told him, I'm like, I just feel it like you're not listening. You you can look at me, but that don't mean you're listening to me. Communication is, I talk, you listen. And then you understand what I'm saying. And you talk back to me. And, and, I, and, I feel and we like come to a compromise. And that's a lot of And I think that's the problem that's with most men, especially well, men. Well, men don't know how to compromise. They, they, they don't know how to compromise either. They don't, mm-hmm. And you're right. Because guess what? They could be to, you could be talking to them. They could be talking to you. Could be talking to them, and then they think you jumping on them. And right. like, man, whatever. Then they walk out. See, when you walk out on me, you can just keep going. Don't come back, cause I don't have nothing else to tell you. I don't conversate. I don't want to communicate. Nothing. Bye. Mm-hmm. So that's what people, not just people, everybody, even children, have to learn how to communicate. Cause you have to learn. A child has to learn how to communicate to you, so you can understand what they're trying to tell you, mm-hmm. what they want. So everybody, like I said, a damn dog know how to come 
communicate. Well, let me tell you, you when they want to piss and shit. Scratching on that dough yeah. to get your attention said, look, I need to go outside shit. Mm-hmm. Piss out. Right, I need to go outside, period. Well, it's it's up cash. He, That's a dumbass. He's special. He only got a nut for a brain. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all know like y'all know, y'all know, y'all know that dog on um. I think it was Animaniacs. When the little girl said, "What you doing?" Oh yeah. Is that a dog with it? That, that, that's that's cash. <laughs> the dog was always just. With a stupid and always say all this stuff yeah, from yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. No, my thing is is that I, I feel like that's why I feel like with the relationship it's not that we make it bad it's just that with him it's like we was there for four years and in four years I feel like we didn't accomplish it. by now we should be engaged we should be talking about a family we should be buying houses because honestly we really don't know when our last day on this earth is right. I, I got a friend I just was friends with in high school. Her husband dropped dead. He just had a heart attack. Dropped dead. I'm 33. He 33. Wow. Yeah. Well, he, 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 was, he was feeling. So my thing is, why waste time? If we already know the love is there, why waste time on, on shit that people are like, oh, I can't believe you got four years. That's a lot. That's a nice lot. But you know what? That's, that's another thing. I hate niggas like that. Him don't put my my life on hold because you don't know because you ain't in love or you ain't what we supposed to be four years down the line. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something. That man on TV, he'll help us see. When you with somebody, they automatically know mm-hmm. they want you to be their wife. Right. But if you taking me four years down the line, let me be somebody else's wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me go to be somebody else's good thing, a boot thing. I don't like that. I broke up with this man and mm-hmm. told him. I say, look, this is not gonna work for us because what the situation is this: the things I want, you don't want, and I can't go another year. It don't have nothing to do with sex. It don't have nothing to do with money. It don't have nothing to do with nothing. It don't even have to do with you not wanting to marry me. It's just that, and that's what we come back to baggage and things because we was having a conversation about his mother, and he loved my mother a lot of that. Cool as a fan. Because it's just a habit not to call her anything else. Yeah. But it, it, it's just a point of this. It's like when you, and this is what I feel like as women we should do. I bind generational curses. See, when, when I used to go to church, I'm like, why man stop always saying it? Why you always pray and say I bind generational curses? Because mm-hmm. everybody, what, what he mean is that. Your mama might have was a prostitute. And then when you come up, you you not you, you may not you be a prostitute, but yeah. you do a prostitute activity. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I heard Mr. Jamal, this group that man is called Young and Being Married. Mm-hmm. And see, Jamal told us, he said that you don't just pray for you, you don't just pray for your spouse. I mean, you don't just pray for your relationship, you pray for your spouse. Mm-hmm. You pray for you. Then you pray for your relationship as a whole. You're supposed to get closer to God so that you know how to pray for your mm-hmm. spouse and cover him. Because you ain't just covering yourself. You got to cover both of y'all. Because both of y'all need to be covered under the, under God and be able to worship together. Be able to pray for each other. And a lot of people leave God out their relationship. Bam. And see, that's what I'm learning. That I have to have him in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I have to learn to get closer to him. Before I get close to a man. Mm-hmm. And then when niggas come and they be talking about physical, no, I don't know. No. Then you start seeing when a nigga just coming mind. to you when, yeah. When they mind. Yeah. No, okay. no, I'm sorry. Not gonna work. When I met him, my thing was, I was like, I'm gonna try something. I had just watched, and I know it might sound really cliche, I had just watched, um, I think like a man. Mm-hmm. When she made him wait. Whatever, 90 days or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna make this nigga wait. I'm gonna make him wait. This is gonna be a perfect relationship because I'm gonna make him wait. And I can't say it was perfect, but it was it, it was great until everything else started coming out. Like I was saying about the money law situation. My money law good. She like, you know, the men she like is okay. But the men she like grimy. They like some grimy ass niggas. Like always Yeah, just kinda the same person. Yeah. So his thing is that he afraid to commit to me because, of what because his mom always had a commitment problem. Like she'll she'll get married, she'll marry this man, and they'll be good for a little while, and then they'll get a divorce. Let me tell you something. That's and then, you know, yeah, I don't know. And he, it ain't his excuse. He never said this. 
He never said but that. But his actions yeah, tell his, Yeah, his actions is actions definitely telling you what, I want you to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's crazy because my mom would like this something. But I'm not going to say I'm going to find it. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Most women find, want a man like they daddy. Yep. But when your daddy wasn't shit, I'm not about to go find a man that ain't shit. Okay. So I want something better than my daddy. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have to keep God in my prayers and in my prayer life so that I, God can send me the man that he wants. And the man that he wants for us is men that can lead. They have a very great relationship with him before he can find his good thing. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I'm not going to find shit that nigga like my dad. I'm going to be honest with you. My mom like that type of shit. Oh, he went on top of two and said you was pretty. No, I want you to just tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> okay. Look, look, and that's the thing. I'm like, 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 i am my auntie, my mom used to be on the porch around the corner, like literally on, like, around the corner, right on the corner. She said, he came up, he passed up, stopped, and said, girl, you pretty. Let me take you out. My mom said, oh, I'm pretty? Oh, you can take me out. Wait, what? She sounded like the lady. Like, I, baby, you can't just tell you I'm pretty. And she speak loud as work. Yeah, that's what I always tell people. Like, people thought, like, one guy that tried to talk to me, he thought I like, you know, like I had a big head because he was like, oh, you're pretty. And I'm like, oh, thank I know. Thank you. Because I heard like, okay, my, you know, like I said, I say, I think I'd be like my mama in a way when it comes to a relationship. Because when she met my daddy, she didn't want him. She played fucking hard to get. But when she gave in, my dad like, okay, I want children. My mom like, okay. You have the children, you make sure you take care of them. What Danny did, <laughs> took care of them, you know? Yeah, and my whole did. thing is, my like I, like I always tell people, my daddy wanted us, you know? And I always tell you, you know, after he died, everybody like, yeah, you know, something about your daddy, he wanted just all girls. He wanted y'all, you know, this, this, and this. And I seen it, and for me to see it, I seen him how he interacted with Kiara when I had Kiara. It's like, I'm like, my mouth dropped because I'm like, Really, like, so this is what I don't remember, but now I'm seeing it. But my thing is, you know, you can't tell me, oh, I'm pretty. I already know. My dad always tell me that. My, my, my dad always tell me. My dad, she said they had just, she had just got her own project in Cali. She had moved out from my room. My sister was like three or four. Mm-hmm. Maybe like three. She said, your dad got me over when he, first of all, he had a nice car. He had, um, Something that was too dope. And he had just came home from the army. So he pulled up on her. He like, girl, you look good. I can have your number and all that. So she gave my number. They was married like after a year. She had moved out the project. I'm like, man, you ain't got to live in that project. Now I'm going to put you in the house. Pulled out the house. Oh, man, why are you pregnant? She had a baby before me. Mm-hmm. And she lost the baby. Because... The, everything that glitter ain't gold, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when when she realized that my daddy was one what an alcoholic and he was abusive, the two things she didn't want be, she didn't want be with. She had never been with no man like him. Mm-hmm. But when one thing my daddy was, he was a provider and he loved my sister. He never did any of that in front of my sister, which is not even his child. But when he met my mom, he embraced that. Mm-hmm. My mama was a mother at 15 years old. My daddy met my mama, she was like 19. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My mom had me at 21. My mom had to be married and separated before I even was born. You know what I'm saying? My mama just was like, she she let the things that, you know, as women, we, we don't realize that self-love, because I have to go there. Self-love, you have to have that. Mm-hmm. And I think that the problem with nowadays is that us women, we not teaching our little girls self-love. We not, we not. Some of us, I know so many women that's in their 30s that don't love themselves. And how I know you don't love yourself because half of the shit you put up with a nigga, that the thing, the disrespect that you you take off of certain people, these jobs, everything. Mm-hmm. You have to love self before you can sit down, before you bust your legs on. You should already know I love myself because this is this is this is the same thing. I remember working in the jailhouse. A little chick. We used to have to do uh, strip searches. Mm-hmm. I'm working nine. 
This one nine was a female tip, all tip. Mm -hmm. The chick come up. The, her name, her name, her first name was something with her daddy name in it. So it was like <laughs> a Coriana. Yeah, something like that. It was so I was like, girl, your mama named you up the old daddy. So the thing that we had to do was they have to pull their pants down, shake their pants out, squat and go. Though mm -hmm. so I'm telling y'all right here in the car, this little girl was like 19 years old. She squatted cough and the whole vagina hit the floor. She was in there for prostitution. She was like, this is my third time getting caught this morning. They're going to thank me. That's what she was saying. She was like, they're going to they gonna send me up the road or whatever, which they eventually did. I was like, don't you think that might be good for you? I said, I hate to be mean to you if vagina on the floor. And know what? You I had a... on the floor. But it's self-love. Right. You had to, for you to love yourself, you wouldn't have laid down when them niggas unprotected. You wouldn't let yeah. them niggas run off of you. Let me tell you, I am 33 years old, and I can honestly say I didn't realize self-love to be on some real shit. So I was at least about 27 years old. I didn't realize, damn, you love AP. You love AP. You know when you get up in the day, you gotta push it. I love myself. And that is something so hard that people don't realize. Like, and it wasn't because I wasn't taught self-love. It was just that I was missing the love that yep. they were trying to That's tell it. me. Like, oh, this is which how you're supposed to feel. So when I went through my early 20s, I was wild. I'm like, yeah, I got trained here. And That's how it was after um after um my marriage mm -hmm. you know girl that light bulb came on in my head like girl look at you bitch you fucking yes bitch yes mm -hmm. you couldn't tell me shit even now you can't tell me shit you know She 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 fell into a diabetic coma on her way to the bathroom mm -hmm. and hit her head on the dresser and she bled out. Nobody had talked to her for a week. One because the one person that you would think would call you was they were angry with each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my thing was like, I be so mad and so thing, you know, and then my sister just getting diagnosed with breast cancer was like a rude awake. I was like, I gotta live, I'm missing things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know. No offense to nobody else, I still can get up and move around and, and I'm still breathing. You know, they got people that I know that's my age and younger or older that physically can't get up. Or got to go to dialysis and all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can get up. I want to go to two jobs. I work, I work them things. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I was like, if I could do these two jobs and get them all my energy and shit, why well, can't get up and go ahead for it? So I got my two off days. I'm like, I'm cool with my two off days. You know what? It, it's Keep just it open always, it's just always something that, like I said, the, the self-love, not just loving yourself with a nigga. It's about loving yourself down to these jobs. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about loving yourself for your children. It's, it's about, because let me tell you, you don't want to, you know, and especially when we have little girls, we don't want our little girls to be like, because my mama was always DOE and everybody always be like, what's that mean? Dick over everything. Mm -hmm. Because and, my baby, that the shouldn't part be. Is you have that right now going yeah. on. They got women that go in the house and cook their churn noodles and not get fried and some chicken. Okay? What is that? And, I, and I, I can't see how you could do that shit. 
Like, fuck that. I know that. This was my thing. Growing up, and this is not just my daddy, but my childhood friends, their parents too. Nobody, you can go walk to nobody's house. You're stupid. You can't walk to nobody's house. Like, my mama would go by my friend's house, and their dad would be like, did the children eat? And she'd be like, yeah, because if she would say no, she couldn't have nothing to eat until we ate. You know? Really? And it's like, I don't get that with women today. Like, I cannot see myself like with Big Herb. I told him, I'm sorry, but in my household, mm-hmm. the children eat first. Right. You know? I'm like, fuck, look at it. We fat enough. Fuck. Our body can fucking go a little, you know? Let me tell you supposed to be. You know? I, had, I went with plenty of days without eating to let him eat. And I did that with my brother when we was growing up. When my mama left us and we didn't when I had a different for both of us. So I didn't just take up and that's why people tell me, oh now you just start getting over. No, I can't get over. Because my dad was like a child to me. I raised him. So guess what? I went put everything above him. Mm-hmm. So guess what? It just came naturally doing the from, from our own child. Mm-hmm. So when these right. women out here leaving their children in the house two, three days, that's fucked up. When they giving men, I just seen, for instance, I was about to say, I took a screenshot of my cousin. She said she giving the children noodles and hot dogs, but God speak steak for her boyfriend. Who do that? If my grandma offended me, would have seen that? That whole would've got slapped in her mouth. <laughs> would've got slapped in her mouth. Or her mama did it to them. Mm-hmm. Wilford would've never did that happen. That's why I was like, you're gonna fan in me, it's not a name that you hear. Okay. Yeah, cause his, his she's grandma, from Bachelor. His grandma, um. She's from Bachelor, Louisiana. Oh, where's my family from? New Rose, baby. New Rose, baby, yeah. All my people dared up there. Grandpa, my daddy, great grandpa. We was kissing the Bells. Might be family. Eddie Bells. Fosters. Who? We the Bells. You lying. Yeah. Big Craig, I gotta go ask Maddie because my mama <laughs> last name Bell. She from? I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Bachelor? New Rome? I'm about mm-hmm. to ask her. You know how you know, you know, uh, Patricia and Russell, they on the church out there? You talking about the, the, the little church? In, on the well, where they got the, 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 they got the, 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 they bury the people in the back of the church? They probably do got people in the back of the church. I ain't never been in the back of the church. No, I'm talking about like the cemeteries behind Oh, yeah, them. yeah, they got, you talking about the one on the road. My grandpa and them in the back. Okay. With the, with the graves on top? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a whole row by that. They got the two churches road. on there. On there oh, no, we, I think we the second church. Yeah, we, we, we got the, the first, we got the little church. Yeah. Because the little church is the first one. I went in there for over there. But the second church, my grandpa, my auntie, and my grandma over there. Yeah, no, we got a whole, we got a whole room. That but better than Louisiana, period. Yeah, it is. Louisiana is small. Yeah, because uh, my, my cousin, my cousin works for Paco P. Parish. <laughs> I be saying, girl, what the? How the hell you saying? Paco P. Parish. 
You had la- um they laser you you had um the you know like when they stick the oh he did it oh he did it so he didn't let the machine right here right here right here and up here this going that hurts hey big girl you got another snow roll we still on yeah you good all that time I thought she had paused it I um I paused it no we just got we we down with to the Ciroc. Herbert. Big Herb. Six nine. What's up? <laughs> All right, y'all. So the next topic is: How do you get past insecurities from past relationships to move forward in a current relationship? Ooh. How do you get past insecurities from a past relationship? From past relationships to move forward in a current relationship. Okay, you be like, oh. that nigga. Ooh, they be hurt when you find somebody you know better and look good. Be like, man, fuck that. Ooh, they be mad at every fucking thing. Ooh, be mad at their fucking mama. Man, shut the fuck up, mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I think counseling is therapy. I've not ever had insecurity with you. I think it's just shit. I think that just made me just not like give a fuck no more. When he cheated the first time, that just means I can care about nothing else. And like, you come out, you just get came after him or that. My friend made a large point about. My friend made a large point about cheating. She like if you if, if first of all if a bitch go uh, female here I'm calling all bitches but if a female come to me about my man pretty much I kind of know story yep. because you coming to me about my man yup he y'all had someone on the way y'all had to introduce it y'all had to meet each other mm-hmm. and if he didn't shut that shit down himself how much do you really love me if you didn't shut that shit down right and it's probably she can't even be dumb yeah yeah. The new thing is with us is that we can't be out here fighting over these niggas because these niggas, man, I just watched a video where a dude, baby mama, two of his baby mamas, the old baby mama and the new baby mama. The old baby mama, her and all her sisters jumped the new baby mama, right? So after they jumped her, it, you know, you can see it on like, the house camera where they jumped at, right? So that's how they got the video. On the new video, him, he took his baby mama, the new baby mama, and drove her to where the old baby mama was at mm-hmm. and recorded them fighting. He had no respect for Neither one. Neither one. one. Right. Neither one. He just got his kicks out that shit. All oh, they fighting over me. Whoop, whoop, whoop. What's your majority? And I just seen a video like that too. But these two was pregnant. Fighting over a nigga, he guess what he's doing? Fucking somebody else or whatever. Fucking somebody else, but he was sitting on the car watching, on the back of the car watching them two fight, and they both pregnant. And I don't, and I, I really don't get females like that. Like y'all make both y'all look stupid. You know, he getting his kicks out of his shits and giggles out of because you fighting over him, both y'all. At the end of the day, you going both y'all gonna accept them back and let him continue to do have his fucking cake and eat it too. I'm she told her little sister that just had the baby. She told her mom when he when mom told him she was when he when she told me she was pregnant. They were separated. Like I asked her why I took her back because I ain't no little better. Well, we all are. Yeah. But let me tell you this. See that day on July fourth, not fourth, July third. We was supposed to go and get married on her birthday. See when that DNA test came back. Before he 
before, cause he before I left, the mailman came. Mm -hmm. We was supposed to meet at the courthouse. See that day they came back. You have him. Never showed up. We wanted to get married. That was in our relationship then. This is what killed me about niggas. This goes for the stupid ex-husband and the stupid baby daddy. Why, when we not in a relationship, all of a sudden, we should be good friends? No. What happened to you being my friend when we was in a relationship? And that person, they want the why. I don't want to be bothered with them. This, this, and this. If it ain't pertain, I don't even want you even fucking talk to me pertaining to the children. That's how. That's where I'm at now. Because I feel like you. Oh well, I. You know. I want you know establish this friendship with you. Whoop de whoop de whoop. You know. No. Because that's just like, like I say to you last night, that's like me fucking getting bit by a snake and asking if I'm sure you don't play with this nigga again. No, you gonna fucking bite my ass again. But you know, you know? Part about when we were together and we was in a relationship, you was supposed to be my best friend. Right. So why the fuck you want to be my Especially best friend Especially in now? a marriage, you know, and that's what I don't get yeah, by. Yeah, especially in a marriage. But fucking be. retard number one, we was <laughs> married. And you sit there felt like, oh, well... I was, I guess, I wasn't enough that you went and cheated. But after, nice it's like I want, yeah, I want to be so nice to you. Oh well, we should be friends. If we're gonna be friends, you. No, bitch, we not friends. You not, you will never be my friend. You know what you want to really kill me? The one they leave me and then they try to come back to my Oh, we can start. No, we ain't nope. no. We don't give second chance. I don't give second chance. I don't remember those. I didn't they knew you was the right one for them, but they were so worried about what their other friends and their families gonna say. So then they come back. And when they talk to you on the phone, they be like, and I be like, how the family life treat you? You be like, man, me and this fool and it. I don't want to hear that now. Mm. I don't want to hear that. You thought that grass was greener because she was fine, bitch. Right. Fine. So fucking, green. them fuck that grass dead you know, as fuck. But they always say the green now, grass ain't always on good. It never is. And then they see when it's too late or they be think they be expecting that. Oh, well, she's still waiting for me, boy. Get the fuck. Mm. Bye. I'm just going to wait now. Get the fuck. Don't bring it to me. But wait till you establish 
Like, I didn't get a chance to do that. I didn't get a chance to have my career, I mean, my at my college education, a great job, and then have him. I had him graduate high school, then graduated college, and had a degree. But then, at the same time, I still wasn't established enough to say, oh, this is mine. I wait until I got old enough to buy a house. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to do that. I want you to have love what you do. Then take care of your family. Right. So that I know you got an income to take care of them. Don't break them home to me to take care. Because I ain't taking care of no damn baby no more. I'm be honest with you. But some niggas don't think like that. And you try to because hand you know, it to these children. This because a lot these children today the is different than what we was back then. You ain't lying. So if you don't stay praying up for your child, keep drilling in their head. This is what you need to do before you have children. Then they ain't gonna get it. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing. Joe got a small ass mouth, but my grandma made me realize. She said, "Crystal, you got a good damn child, cause he ain't been to jail." He ain't hanging in the streets, and he ain't, he inside and you know he ain't, mm-hmm. and he ain't on drugs. So she said, you got to be thankful. You got a good child, and he go to church, and he's still in school. Mm-hmm. So she said, you got to be grateful for a good child like that, because you got children in jail. And you ain't lying. You got children running the streets. People and then just, just look. This is beating up people just because they Oh, not breaking their cars. But this is what tripped me out, like. Working with the juveniles, mm-hmm. like working a pie with the juveniles in jail, you hear the conversation when they be like, like they mama accept that the shit, the wrong they're doing, they accept it. But be quick to be like, my child ain't do this and that. But you know your child doing it, and you accept it. And I'm look, I mean, I'm just watching. Yeah, they really uphold the wrong they're doing. Cause I'm sitting there like one of them. I talk to him. And then when he went to go talk to his little friends, you know, on the pipe, I'm listening to the conversation. I'm like, boy, I'd be like, you motherfucker, I'm a fuck. I be cursing. Let that be my son. I'm a curse you. Every time you call me on that phone call, I'm going to just curse you out. I always say, Danielle. I'm going to kill you. I always say, what I told you at four years old. You go to jail, I'm going to get you out and kill you. When them people brought him to my door at four years old, I meant the words. Now, I bet you four years old for what? When we stayed in Kingwood, he was the he was the youngest boy. So when we moved there, we didn't know nobody. The little white boys, little boys, you know they all in the, he didn't got to the park because I had to got to the park to where I know he outside. He in a he in a apartment complex. Mm-hmm. So he was the youngest. So they thought they was gonna tell him, "Oh, you gonna take the bike." Cause they ain't gonna do you nothing. Mm-hmm. Hell no. When the police brought him to my door and they say, please keep him away from these little children. Mm-hmm. We don't want to bring you to jail, young man. And see, that's all it, it took for me to say, I will kill you. I'm gonna get you out and I'm gonna kill you. Don't come back to my door with the police. <laughs> and see, when he went upstairs for two weeks, cause he called himself going to tell on me, and <laughs> I take care of you, stay your ass up there with her. And then the person after she hit me behind him, they ass upstairs. I mean, I went right walking to school, and the school right out of our back door. I wouldn't mm-hmm. give him no clean clothes. He had to wear the same damn thing. She had to keep washing and frying him some milk. Don't come to my house, and it took him almost two weeks to apologize. You won't be stubborn, I'm gonna be stubborn with you. And I ain't no cancer. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> and then as he passed, still talking about that to this day. Don't, don't bring the police to my child. And I told him at four years old, if you bring the police to my door again, I'm going to get y'all. I'm going to go. You can go to jail, but I'm going to get y'all. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you know, let your mom football feel eight in Hell yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's my thing with all my rugrats. I got to instill fear in them so they know if I do this, just because mommy not around, she's still going to fucking whoop my ass. You're right. Just because I'm not around, like I always sit there and say, how we was brought up, it takes a village to raise children. I still believe in that. Just because I'm not home, don't think I'm not gonna find out you was doing X, Y, and Z. Because guess what? When you when I get home, you are gonna catch an X, Y, and Z ass whooping. And see, a lot of these parents today, they don't want you to touch their children. They don't want you to tell your children nothing. You know, cause this one thing. Like, I used to see all my friends who had children. 
They like when they mama want chastise their children, it's always, oh, don't tell my child. No, no, don't. I used to get mad at my mama when my children do something and she just constantly fuss. I'm like, mom, if that was me, you would try to break my neck off. Break that neck off. What you waiting for? Girl, I really got these, mad. These new millennium great grandmas and grandmas, they oh, talk on their children mm-hmm. now than they was on us. But I bet you one thing. We wasn't out there getting in trouble. We wasn't in jail. Cause you know why? Our grandparents didn't pay us shit. Oh, hmm. uh, fucking big mama down the street. All you do is, all right, you know, I'm going to let your mama know what you did, right, girl? Let me tell you something. We stayed on Delaware. Delaware Royal. Miss Bell was on the corner. It was a double house. Miss Bell was on the corner. Miss Maxine was the next house. And then it was our house. See, when we got, we was right there playing um, double dutch on that condo. And we got in trouble. Miss Bell was dying. Miss Maxine fussed at us. And we got home, we got a whoop in the bathroom. <laughs> she locked that damn door and tore our ass up with Papa Sarah Bell. I bet you we ain't doing no more. Hmm. I won't get mad at, at Chrissy, Crescendo, because she ain't jumping right. And our team losing. <laughs> I done cussed her out. No one ain't supposed to be cussing. Hell <laughs> no. Girl, I heard like yesterday, I was outside and I'm hearing the children. Come on with your crazy head, with your stupid head. Get the fuck. I'm like, I'm telling the big girl, so you, you hit up cursing her? I'm like, I wish I would. I'm, I'm 36 now and I be scared. When I sit there, slip up in front of my mom, I be like, ooh, mom, I'm sorry. You know, I ain't mean, really mean to say that. You know, it just slipped out. You know, it's funny when I get carried away in a conversation with her, my nerves get bad. I be, ooh, mom, girl. My bad, my, I didn't mean to say that, you know. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to say that. I said, damn, I'm sorry, my grandmother. I said, grandma, I'm sorry. I started crying because I knew I'd never come straight. Right. Down. You know, but to hear these children, and then one day went my son, his Snapchat. He forgets I'm on Snapchat. I'm here, like, he recorded um, a little girl, one of his friends on Snapchat. But you hear the children around him cursing their ass on. I'm like, it took for me to go through the police academy the first time at the sheriff's office, the post academy. My our instructor, Captain Allen, said, "If you never cursed before, you are gonna curse now." That's when my ass started cursing because the fucking physical training wore my ass out. Every time I was doing a push, I'm like, "Oh, the motherfucker! Oh, I can't fucking wait to fucking get this shit." That's what I was in there saying when I was doing a push up. Yeah, I know it's a respect thing, but I just feel so, yeah, and I don't, because I don't feel like he's like, oh, this is my friend's son. I feel like you family, you know, I feel like you like one of my little cousins, you know, and like I said, I'd be comfortable with the whole, just call me Danielle, you know, I'd be like, and then it's just so fucking weird to hear miss in a friend. Like, it's just fucking weird no, with my did. name. He See, did. you got your name like a little shorted crystal. You know, you got, hi, crystal. You said we confusing him. He said, yeah, I'm with Because don't get me wrong, like, with my sister, sometimes, like, with them, I'd be like, because I'm so just, go tell Ida to get you something to eat. Tell Ida to do this. They'll sit there and be like, Ida, 
Usually, I'd be like Auntie Ida, and then already, you know, because my sister named Ida, and I, and their great aunt name is Ida. Ida fucking confused them too, you know. Well, why would? Yeah, confusing me. But they, what's your wife? Look, woman. Like, okay, you just better do that thing. Like, you do that when I'm not around. Cause she ain't gonna tell me. Cause I told her, I'm like, but call me Danielle. What you mean? Call me Danielle. I call me Miss Danielle. No. Cause she's telling you, but you better let me hear you say it, miss. Like, girl, it like that just irks me. I'm looking like, bro, just let him call me this. It's no problem. It's not disrespectful to me, you know. I guess because I've been taught that. My yeah, we all been. have been, you know. But it's no, like no, I just no, be no, like, no, 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 don't say all, because all of us. Well, yeah, well, the majority <laughs> of us <laughs> the have been. Okay. And like I said, my mom, my mom wasn't old school, but she, my auntie, I had enough from auntie Pat and my nanny to do all sorts of everybody missing business. Miss and no, and that's something I do in a jail. When I go on a thing, you don't hear me sitting there calling them by their first name. I always like, well, okay, Mr. Thomas, whatever. And I'm at they, like some of them younger than me. It's always, you know, Mr. Whatever. And it kind of stuck on me after I sit there worked at um Angola and as um with the trainer at Angola and worked at Saint Gabriel, that it kind of stuck on me with the Mister and all this and this. Cause when my when I first started at the show's office, I used to call him by their first name. But as I got older, you know, look, I'm like, you know, especially and then like I said, straight up with the older ones in there, elder. I told him like at the end of day though, once I straight up be like, look, Mister such and such. At the end of the day. Even though you in here, you an inmate, you still my elder. I still have yeah, to respect you. you. You know? Even if you is an inmate, yeah. I still have to respect you. And see, <laughs> I remember the first time I started working for Kenna, like, this is my second week. Like, I had already did the interview with, um, Deputy, I mean, Sergeant, um, Sergeant, Sergeant Thomas. But see, when I had to start doing training with, uh, Sergeant Tony, mm-hmm. I say every time I say yes, Mr. Sergeant Tony. <laughs> and Mr. And I was there for a whole week. <laughs> for him to say, I have a question. Why you keep calling me Miss Mr. Sergeant? <laughs> I said I'm gonna tell you That's just I've been <laughs> to call a person Miss and Mrs. all my life. It don't matter. Like, well, babe, I'm gonna need you to use one thing, Sergeant Tony. <laughs> Feel it in my heart that you wait. You cursed? No, I ain't cursed. All right, now let me find out you lying here. <laughs> it took me a long time to get. It took me a long time to say Reverend Mitchell. I just said Mr. Mitchell. You for Mr. real? Mr. Mitchell. Like when I first got to church in the middle I always say Mr. Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell. It took me a long time to say Reverend Mitchell. <laughs> Because I was so used to Mr. with everything, Mr. and Mrs. So that's why I This is what took me with the church. Mind you, the church I went to before. Um, St. Matthew, you would never give me this hit. You would never hear me say the pastor name, period. You would not have me. You would not hear me saying Pastor Fred T. Porter, Reverend Porter, whatever. Know why? It's just that, it's just that, like with the whole. From me getting older, growing up, like mind you, out here, I'm back to my roots where I grew up in the mm-hmm. church as a baby. And from shifting from Church of God in Christ to Baptist, young is like you see, okay, okay, spirit lifting. But as I got older, it's like stuff changed. And it's like, 
I just didn't feel comfortable with the church, so I would not say the pastor name. But when I made it to First Pilgrim, mm-hmm. yeah, hey Pastor Mitchell, how you doing? Whoop de whoop de whoop. Hey Sister Mitchell, you cannot hear me. Get me to say Sister such and such or that Sister Matt. Mm-hmm. You will not hear me say that if I go to say Matthew right now. You will not hear me say none of that. But I get to First Pilgrim, okay. Get to Macedonia, mm-hmm. all right, missionary. Cause I used to so he, I hear so much what? with my mama oh. or missionary or superintendent Jones whatever you know whoop de whoop de whoop. Same bathroom. That's so tired of him. He, he preached slower than me. He, he really knew. And that's the thing too. He even preached slower than me. And that's what I was telling my mama. I'm like my mama like when we got older and we seen that okay we saw you stuff going to a church well. We used to see shouting, all this, this, right this, and this. Yeah. So that's why when I sit there, left there, and went to First Pilgrim and see, I'm like, okay, so I don't really have to go to a church of God in Christ to get that. Word, I see it in the Baptist. I see it right here. I ain't seen it. They were just, and this would only, this would never, this never dawn on me. Cypress Grove, same Matthew, same pastor. Cypress Grove, they, same Matthew, they, I look, I'm like, maybe I'm at the wrong church. <laughs> I guess because he getting, cause he getting older in age. Because he been, he been in that for a minute. He been, I mean, he baptized me, my brother, and my sister. It's just the poor the Lord. Lord, I hate talking about the people of God, but God. We just, I just want to say, say, um. They, they, Girl, wait, hold on, hold on. Because we sure they jumped off or of something. Oh, but anywho. Um, yeah, we were talking about the relationships, you know, about, um, girl, let me see, cause I forgot, even though we was on that for a good limit, how do you get past insecurities from past relationships to move forward in a current relationship? Like I say, to me, yeah, some people do need counseling, real talk, some people do. But you know what, that's a person, like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I, counseling or the pastor. Let me tell you, I just would, with that part of... You shouldn't need a relate. You shouldn't need a therapist to talk about our if relationship. It, and I can see if they physically and mentally abuse you. Yes, but if they didn't do that, who the fuck on? I was just. I mean, I guess not. I'm just to the person where, like, if a nigga leave me, I'm not phased. So you know why? What you thought you was doing for me, I did it for myself. Right. So I guess that's why now, like I, like I say, physical and mental abuse, yes, you go see some fucking body. And then again, they should be telling you, move the fuck on, just don't get into the same relationship. And that brings us back to, don't find the same person. If your mom and daddy was mentally and physical abuse to you. But see, that's the thing though, because a lot of um, people, especially females, they find that like a lot of females will be comfortable when they get in a relationship, be comfortable with a man hitting on them because that's what they used to seeing, and they feel like okay, that's how I, you know, I feel like he loves me when he put his hand on me. Because if they did it to your mama, you shouldn't want somebody. Like right. That. And whether it's your daddy, whether it's your uncle, you don't find nobody like that. Right. And that's why I say my daddy wasn't around. He wasn't mentally and he wasn't physically abused. But he wasn't my dad. A hands-on dad, a everyday dad, all-around dad. He wasn't that person. So I'm not going to look for him because he had different, multiple women. Right. I'm not going to look for a nigga like my dad that had multiple women. I don't want a nigga that got multiple women. If you can't be mine, if I can't be your piece and you be my piece, I don't want it. And then another thing, too, is like, you shouldn't, if you have insecurities, you shouldn't even be going into a relationship here. Go get that shit checked out, whatever. Go see if they have a pill for it or whatever. And to be honest with you, and like I said, I know I'm, I was young and I still let Joe Daddy baby, but think about it, I did have insecurities. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. If you went out, I'm just gonna leave your ass. Now, whether I take you back, I'm gonna take you back, but if you do it again, that's why that second time when that girl got pregnant. It was done mm-hmm. because I was tired of crying. I was tired of dealing with your infidelities. So guess what? Now <laughs> it's time to go. God bless you. Thank it's you. time to go. So that's why now I don't give niggas second but see, chances. But see, like a, 
Like I said before, a lot of females give let niggas do what they do. Not even just that. A lot of them do it just to keep the nigga. It's like, oh, well, you know, they try to paint a picture to the outside world. Oh, well, he loves me, this, this, and this. Meanwhile, he talking to Frick Fred and Freddie, you know, on the side. Or they can't do better because, okay, if I leave him, I ain't got shit. But but that's when you need to start. But a lot of women fucking get comfortable in a situation like that where they don't establish themselves. Like, well, in case this don't work out, whatever, you know. Let me make sure I'm on my P's and fucking Q's. I was just about to say, I was about to say, that's the part where somebody in your life as an elder supposed to teach you. Okay. And apparently they're not getting taught that either. A man to take care of you. Because, like I said, I didn't join to take care of me. He did what he had to do for little Joe. He may have bought me a car to here, bought me something if I say I want. But as far as taking care of me, mm-hmm. I took care of me because I was always taught to work for what I want. Not depend on mama, not depend on daddy, not depend on a nigga, not depend on grandma. Because you know why? Crystal been taking care of Crystal right. all her life. My dad ain't do what he did. He did when I first moved back to Katrina. And then you know what he did? God took him away because you know why he wasn't a daddy. He tried to be a daddy at the end for the last two years. Of, so when he was close to, when he was close to getting sick. Right when he was so close to getting sick, then you want to try to be a daddy. But then, and like they say, God do things for a reason. That how could I put this? We were just talking about it. Get you back. You didn't do right by his children. God said, touch not die anointed. That means if you done messed up his little children, you would think God ain't gonna do that? Look at my mama for instance. She was never a mother to her. She loved us here, loved us that got raped by, by people because of what she did. Mm-hmm. And you know what God did? God think, turned around on her. Not she why. She came down the hill. That's God doing. Cause you didn't take care of his children. If you're not ready to be a parent, I tell anybody, if you don't have no children and you're not ready mentally, because you got to be mentally ready to take care of a child. Like I said, like you said, it, might have, it was hard for me when I had you, but I had to mentally get ready. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? I didn't want to be, I don't want to be another statistic that not take care of my children. Because we already had children, people out here, big, they already was calling us at that time, Statistic, or you just having babies and not taking care of it, and even on grandma or great grandma. I don't want to be that statistic. I want to be the statistic. I'm in my child life. Right. I'm not even whether his daddy left him, or I'm not gonna get mad at him and abuse him because his daddy left me. I, that's insecure. Right. Oh, well, since your dad don't have nothing to do, I'm gonna beat the hell out of you or treat you different. Hell no. Exactly. Oh, like I say, some women, what they do is. I'm going to fucking fuck him and get a baby so I can sit there and, and keep him. And keep no, him. that's not going to keep him. Exactly. And that I said that to females that I'm going to go, girl, if that's the fucking case, girl. You have him. I'll still be with the fucking ones that I have. Girl, that I, I had children with. And these little girls make me sick. They get pregnant. Then they man wind up in jail for 10 years. Now you're raising a baby by yourself. He gonna fuck, sometimes they be the reason. You gonna be twenty. The baby gonna be twenty years old before this nigga get out of jail, cause he done just served twenty years in jail. Why y'all do that? Why? Why? Why they put these stupid airheads? And I think <laughs> I learned my lesson that way over. I did. I, I really think so. But hey, God do things for me. You live and you learn. You live and you learn, and guess what? You try not to make the yeah, same exactly. Try yeah. not to make the same. Alright y'all, that is it for today. Keep following us, listen in, leave us a message, whatever. Get more people to follow. We about to wrap this up right here with a deuces. See you on the flip side.